Uh, today we started to study the portion of Ayakil and Pikudei. And, um, and what was the purpose of Ayakil and Pikudei? Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them about the construction of the, of the Mishkan. He gathered them up the day after Yom Kippur, gathered them all to tell them. But then he starts off by telling them about the laws of Shabbos. And something uh, very uh, fascinating is here that um, there was a sort of a unity of all Jewish people because gathering all the Jewish people together was actually a miracle. You can never get uh, three Jews, uh, have uh, two Jews have three opinions. So to get all the Yidin together in one place. But not only that, uh, most of the time, a lot of disputes that happen have to do with finances. You know, people financially uh, they don't get along and uh, that causes a lot of, uh, a lot of times uh, disagreements and, and fights and uh, judgments. But here, everybody gathered together and everybody was sort of united in the idea of giving the gift. But it's all preceded in the Pasuk telling them about Shabbos, about keeping the Shabbos. One of the challenges of keeping Shabbos always was the fact uh, people you have to earn a living. We know that the people that came to this country, uh, even people that were religious, but when they came to this country and they needed a job, and the job required for them to work on Shabbos. If they didn't want to work on Shabbos, they didn't have a job. It was a big challenge. Today, keeping Shabbos and not working Shabbos is, you know, people take off anyway. The weekend is off anyway, so it's not really, uh, you're not going to be fired most, in most cases if you don't work on Shabbos. And most, in a lot, of, a lot of cases, you don't have to work on Shabbos altogether. So it's a lot easier, but it is a challenge. Uh, what does it mean when a person works for six days and on Shabbos he doesn't work. So what, what does that mean? What does that say? So that means basically that you are declaring and you're saying, look, yes, I'm working for a living, and yes, I have to do things in a natural way, but the money that I earn is not something that I bring in. That is the blessing that Hashem gives me. And if it's the blessing of Hashem, then I will get the blessing way Hashem wants it. So if you stop one day a week and you say, no, I'm not working on this day, I'm not making any money on this day, so essentially what you're basically saying is that, you know what, even the rest of the week, whatever I do earn, it's not something that comes from me, but it's Hashem. It's something which is a blessing and it's something which is due to Hashem. That's why once you have that opening, once you have that Shabbos starting off, the realization that, you know, everything in this world, Hashem created this world, He's in charge of the world, He still runs the world, and therefore it's all due to Him and it's all of His blessings. And I know it's very hard to believe that because the so-called reality is what you think, it's not doesn't work that way because you don't see it actually with your eyes. It looks like that it's not that way. But that's only what it looks like. That's where the challenge is. That's where the Nisoyan is. And the same thing is in other disputes. And this is why uh, it was easier uh, in this way. I said that many times that I heard from the Rebbe. This is something, you know, I heard like what the Rebbe himself said it in a kind of a in a joking way, the Rebbe said, he said, how come, he says, I think the Rebbe said in Cheder, when he was going as a school, in school, when he was going as a child, in Cheder, they used to say this joke, he says, 
how come, you know, a person who's a butcher and he, you know, he shechts an animal and he comes to the rabbi, he asks him, is the animal kosher or not? He wants to know if it's a kosher animal. And the difference between kosher and not kosher is a big loss because a kosher animal sells to the Jewish people, get a lot more money for it. If you sell an animal for treif, then you can't get the price for it. So you come to the Rav and you say to the Rav, you say, Rabbi, I want you to rule. You're the Rabbi, you know the laws, you know what it says in the Shulchan Aruch, you know what Hashem wants. Tell me, is this animal kosher or not kosher? And I'll listen to you. The Rabbi tells him, you know, the animal is not kosher. It's treif. It's not. Found a, a needle in the puppet and the, uh, it's, it's, it's a puncture, a hole, it, uh, the lungs, it's no good. It's treif. It's not a kosher. He absorbs the loss. And what does he say? Listen, Ebrister, it's your, it's your, you already go on the Gizdamana, you wanted me to have the losses, the loss, and that's it, he moves on. He doesn't get angry at Hashem, he doesn't get angry at the rabbi, he accepts the rabbi's ruling. But what happens now, that same butcher is having a dispute with his, uh, with other fellow. The, the butcher says, you know, uh, you owe me, uh, uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars, you know, still you didn't pay your... You bought on debt, you didn't pay, you know, the guy said, no, I paid, they're fighting, and you know, can't bring evidence. The rabbi says to the butcher, you know, you don't have the evidence, you know, that uh, the guy owes you still the money, you don't have the evidence, you know what, you lose the case, you're out. The same $500, but in this case, he leaves the rabbi, and he is furious and angry at the rabbi, he doesn't forgive the rabbi, he's angry at the rabbi. Why? Why is he angry at the rabbi? Because he just lost $500. So the question they asked is, but if you accepted a loss of $500 because when there was a dead animal, he says, so why don't you accept the same, same Torah, the same rabbi tells you now that this is the halacha. Why don't you accept that? He says, a person is ready to accept his loss, but he can't take the other one's game. <laughs> if it's just that he loses... It's one thing, but for the other one to gain the 500, you know, he says, that's something. But that's only if you're really lacking the real Shabbos. The, the Torah begins off with the Shabbos to tell us that, listen, everything what happens in the world, and, you know, a lot of times while it's happening, while we're having the struggles, while we don't see it, it's a challenge. It's a challenge to believe it, and it's a challenge to, to go through with this because you don't actually see openly, but... Hashem is blessing. But we have to know that when you stay strong and you do what's right, when you keep the Shabbos, you build the Mishkan, you make a dwelling place for Hashem, and then you see all the blessings for yourself and for the family and for everything else that you do. And you wait it out a little bit and you uh, pass the test, so to speak, and you become stronger, and then you see openly, and hopefully we'll all see Hashem's blessings and success in everything that we do.